Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Summer is coming. Are you ready to unveil your beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game changing full body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair, baby. And if you grew some winter man tits, the least you can do is make sure they're hairless. Because the ladies love those hairless titties, believe you me. It's time to get ready for a hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT. And we are recording, Mr. Mao. Was, was Manson one of the more attractive killers or no? Yeah, no, Charles Manson. He was like, he was like five foot one, kind of had like a hunchback look to him, long hair, beard, and he was crazy, real fidgety. Zach Efron played a sexy one. He played Ted Bundy. Oh yes, he was the cute one. Sexy for the seventies. If you look at him now, I mean, I don't think he's that good looking. But for the seventies, he was like, like the classic good looking white guy from the seventies. And he was like a young Republican who so wore a little suit. And he, he was a charismatic guy. I will say that. Uh, until you found him jerking off in your window and then he brutally murdered you and fucked your dead body. You know, pretty charming guy. But yeah, Charles Manson in the hand? I don't know how he got it. But, but he always had women. But he was a little man. Yeah, I'll kill you. Ah. I was wondering, because I watched that Dahmer show... And uh, I think that the actor that played him is very attractive. So I know that Dahmer wasn't the most looking guy. However, all the cool kids in Bushwick, Brooklyn right now, I feel like they all look like miniature Dahmers with their glasses. It's as if Dahmer has become like a new age, like fashion icon. I mean, I will say you put glasses on high school SEMO and... I can't tell the difference. <laughs> what? I don't like Dahmer. <laughs> sure, what like... are you saying, Jeffrey? <laughs> no, I think I looked like the 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 nerdy one from Ghostbusters. I look like I look nerdy you and look sophisticated. Like Not I don't look like a serial killer. I look like uh yeah, like a big nerd, which is such an um... oxymoron because I can't read. I'm just saying, don't give high school Simo his pills and put glasses on him. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome. To the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dudes. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris Timo Moore. Let's go with the mouth. Oh, it's good. How you doing, Hulk Hogan? Yeah, brother. Yeah. Got, got Hulk over there. 
Got Hulk back here. It's a full full Hulk. Dude, uh, what's new with you? Well, I'm living the dream. I'm not going to lie. I woke up in extreme pain. And I almost thought, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this recording today. I'm just as, I was too hungover. I had a great oh, show last man. night at a QD Astoria. And afterwards, went to celebrate. And I was hurting. And, you know, I'm, I'm at the point now. I'm 35. A fucking hangover now fucks me out for like two days. Sometimes three. I just feel like shit. I'm not, I don't feel myself. I feel beat up. I'm tired. But, dude, we actually just paired up with a new sponsor, Waterboy. This is, this, I just want to make, look at this delicious. Oh, yeah. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, yeah. That's the Waterboy. Oh, Waterboy right as in like Hydration Adam Sandler happens. movie. <laughs> That's right. That's easy to remember. Foosball. Waterboy. Waterboy. And they give Damn, you a fuck ton in the packet. So, uh, this is Blue Raspberry, and this is the one I tried. And I'm not going to lie, I was like, there's no way one of these things can do the trick. And it fucked me up in a good way. Uh, I was so wrong. I feel so good. It's like a hydration thing. It's like it's like a much stronger liquid IV. Like You can see in the back here. It's got the electrolytes of like almost 10 Gatorades, which is wild. And it has zero sugar, much less calories. You'd have to drink 14 of these to equal one Gatorade in calories. It's got more vitamin B, 12, more vitamin C. It's got ginger. Uh, this one called Ooh, I like ginger. Yeah, what? Great. Theanine. I think so. What's I that do? But uh, I don't know, but it sounds cool. <laughs> well, I like ginger. And blue raspberry Actually, sounds good. It's an amino acid found in tea and some mushrooms. So it's good for you, uh, which is great. So yeah, dude, you literally put it, mix mix the thing in some water, and just crushed it down. And it, honestly, it was it was almost like we used to drink Pedialyte when we were hungover. Now this fuck Pedialyte. This is no offense, Pedialyte, but this is just better. It just really got me good. I feel great now, and uh, you guys can feel great too, you know, because you can recover properly yourself with water boy and it's also something you can use after doing sports so you could use it after after a big run or something like that oh, uh, after I a just, workout exactly i just did it after getting completely shit-faced which is a little different <laughs> but really did the trick and you can save 15 percent right now using promo code frat chat at waterboy.com slash frat chat do it check it out buy it for yourself there's a bunch of flavors there's another flavor that i haven't tried uh, so next time I get hammered, I'm going for that one. And I feel good. I feel good. And not only do I feel good, I feel like I look good, too. And that's because we have a second sponsor, Marine Layer. And uh, this is the first of a few things that I got that are nice. still in, in progress. In, oh, it has a pocket. Uh, route to me. It's got a little pocket, yeah. I can put my weed oh. pen in. Yeah, look at that. Nice. Look how fancy it looks. <laughs> Can you put a cell phone in there? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I can put my cell phone in there. Boom. Perfect. And it's the, here's the thing. I was commenting about this off air. This, I swear to God, you guys, this is not because they sent, like, I got to choose this item. Uh, this is literally the best tank top I have ever owned. Uh, it's, like, super thin, but it's, like, 
also and breathable but it's like also like thick like it's like so well built it feels strong it doesn't feel like it's gonna rip but it's so light like i feel like i could wear this to hang out i could wear this at the gym I could wear this at the beach uh i am in love with this material so i'm excited for the rest of the shipments that are gonna come in for me they're i think uh tomorrow they should be here and uh you can also save some money on that by using Promo code FRATCHAT15 at Marine Layer. That's right. Marine Layer. Go to marinelayer.com slash FRATCHAT15. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I paused like that. <laughs> marinelayer.com slash FRATCHAT15. Use promo code FRATCHAT15 for 15% off. And I swear to God, you're going to love their stuff. I'm not just saying that. I'm excited uh, for I'm this reversible vest I, I ordered. Yeah, that thing looks sweet. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I I almost bought it too, but I was like, I know really? that we're gonna both end up wearing it at the same place. <laughs> I was flipping between that and the windbreaker jacket. Yeah, yeah. I got, I also got some pants that are common that look really comfortable, and uh, maybe something I can wear on stage. Uh, I got a bunch of shirts, like a bunch of shirts, and a bu- and the pants, and I think I even got some boxers. I gotta I gotta check my thing but they have everything so uh i'm excited as hell it's gonna be awesome so again we got two new sponsors it's a 15 on both they're both epic people or sponsors <laughs> i shouldn't say or maybe they're people too i don't know this guy looks like he's a little personality to him you know what i'm looking at waterboy.com right now and because yeah. i always use that stuff called liquid iv and liquid mm-hmm. iv when you when you drink one glass of it it's like drinking three glasses of water i think so liquid iv apparently doesn't do much to um reduce nausea or like your hangxiety is what they call it and Mm. Waterboy does man this looks amazing i'm sold this is awesome so wait till you get yours it's gonna be epic uh, waterboard.com slash frat chat. We'll do some drinking. Uh, yes. I can drink more. I'm so excited. Yep. And you can go to marinelayer.com for the clothes slash frat chat 15. And anywho, other than that, uh, it seems the, I don't know if you've noticed the airline industry. Oh my God. So many stories <laughs> has been the, in the news. Uh, we got two stories about it, and uh, the first one uh, is going to be one that I will say, fuck the airline. The second one, they did the best they could. But the first one is Air Canada, which is surprising to me. I thought Canadians were supposed to be polite. Uh, but they have apologized, eh? After kicking two passengers off a flight for refusing to sit in vomit-smeared seats. Uh, shout out to BBC News for the story. Apparently, uh, on the previous flight, someone had puked. Like The flight attendant was very apologetic, and then she said the flight was full. And that's what Susan Benson, the passenger in the flight, said. She said that uh, the staff placed coffee grinds in the seat pouch and spray perfume, but that the seat and seat belt were still wet, and there was still visible vomit residue. Ugh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> this one, this this one's even tough to read. It's just gross. Uh, the passengers <coughs> were then told that they could either 
uh, leave the plane if they don't want to sit there and organize flights on their own money. And we were reportedly warned by the pilot that they would put on a no-fly list if they kept complaining, which is so fucked up. That's um, a valid complaint. Yeah, they're still puking the goddamn seat. Air Canada all of a sudden said that it was reviewing the serious matter and that operating procedures were not followed correctly in this instance. Uh, no shit. <laughs> like, really? Can you imagine the balls on a flight crew? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no you can you just have to sit there or uh you know we'll put you on the no fly list <laughs> it's fucked mm-hmm. up and the people i have to say the people were fucking pissed uh one of the top comments on the story uh at the bbc instagram which got almost thirteen thousand likes at the time of this airing said this is shameful to threaten people with the no fly list because of them not wanting to sit and vomit is absolutely ridiculous and another commenter wrote, blacklist for the passengers? I mean, seriously? I am blacklisting Air Canada. Shame on you. And uh, a lot of people are doing it. A lot of people are doing it. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's turning again to the seat. <laughs> Those are in all caps. It's supposed to say, shame on you. Shame on you. Shame. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are saying they're going to boycott it now. It's like, I've never flown Air Canada, but I'm definitely not going to. It's but. The, the vibe oh seems to be. But who does that, dude? What the fuck? Support for today's episode comes from Waterboy. If you're hydrated and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> Let me tell you something, folks. We all know that hangovers suck a big D. Wait, what? Ew, no. Get your mind out of the gutter, man. We're talking about dehydration here, perv. And Waterboy is your hangover lifesaver coming in hot with over three times the electrolytes of liquid IV. And Waterboy's weekend recovery pack is scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. All you do is just take one of those little packets right here, mix it with 16 ounces of water, and boom, you're hydrated again. That's why you know what they say. If you use Waterboy's powder stack, you'll get your mojo right back. Oh, yeah. And for a limited time only, our listeners get 15% off of your entire order with the promo code FRATCHAT at waterboy.com. Our six-inch stack is packing, so get yours today and save 15% on it with the promo code FRATCHAT at waterboy.com. Oh, yeah. Support for today's episode comes from Marine Lair. It's official. I found the softest t-shirt mankind has ever made. Imagine the softest thing you've ever touched. Right, think about it. Maybe some kittens or like freshly fallen snow. Now times that by a thousand. That's right, because Marine Layer is the go-to brand for great fitting and stylish closet staples. Based out of beautiful sunny California, Marine Layer clothes are that perfect mix of laid-back style that also looks and feels premium. Plus, you know what I love about Marine Layer? It's just how their t-shirts and tank tops stay so soft no matter how many times you wash them. It's time to invest in a wardrobe that will actually last, people. For a limited time only, our listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount with the promo code FRATCHAT15 at marinelayer.com. Again, that's 15% off with the promo code FRATCHAT15 at marinelayer.com. You know what? I don't like the sound of puking. That's right. But the smell of puking is worse. The smell, right. the smell of puke makes me want to. Oh, no! 
Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm done, I swear. Oh, God, I'm so... <laughs> Take a thumbs up. <laughs> okay, I promise I'm done. Uh, yeah, the smell is what gets me. I can hear someone puke. I think because if you're like, I guess if I turn around and I like, uh, it depends. It depends. It depends how chunky it is. Because when you hear chunky puke, chunky. Uh, I like, I just get nauseous. But if it's like, you know, like when you drink like 10 beers and your stomach's just full of beer and you just puke a bunch of beer out, that doesn't really affect me too much. But I've seen I've seen people drop some chunky pukes in my day, especially in New York City. For some reason, that's like a thing. You're just walking and all of a sudden the person in front of you just and it's like, what is happening? What did you eat? <laughs> Where did you go? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. The smell, though. Ugh. And on a flight, dude, like, that's fucked. Because, I mean, obviously sitting on it would be bad. But all the people who then have to be around it, it's like, come on, dude. But, See, I assumed that protocol would be to, once the plane is evacuated, to do a thorough clean. And um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's I a feel like hazard, for sure. Which will really work into the next story, but this is for sure a biohazard. It's a, uh, it's it's literally like puke. You can get sick of that shit, especially like sitting yeah, for an extended period of time. But I feel like what they did was they looked on TikTok and was like, okay, what are some like good like um, home remedies? Oh, coffee grinds. Good, good, good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like what they should have done was spray that seat down with some Resolve and. Uh, I don't know. Sanitize the whole row. I just I and clearly, clearly, the people cleaning it didn't want to touch the puke either, and that's why there's still puke residue on the seat. And that's why they can't. Yeah, that's like, the that's job. Really they can't be like they can't. Obviously, it was like the like the people on board were doing it as opposed to like the crew that was supposed to, and they did now. It's just, but then you expect people to just sit in it. It's like, come on, come mm-hmm. on. not cool, not cool at all. Uh, rather shitty, if you ask me, and which is uh, trans- <laughs> great transition to the next story, uh, which I specifically save for number two. <laughs> uh oh, yeah, is it poopy related? Uh, this is another tra- shitty I love this. Yeah, I'm right? not talking about poopies. <laughs> this one is uh, for your mom. Uh, shout out to Mama Mo. <laughs> Mama Moore. Always save your bags, people. Uh, anyways. Last week, a Delta Airlines flight flying from Atlanta to Barcelona, as they say, uh, held 336 passengers, was forced to turn around and land after one passenger had a diarrhea incident that the pilot described as literally, quote unquote, a biohazard. Uh, <laughs> a shout out to BuzzFeed. The horse story, and Did they uh, have to close the bathroom down. It was not even just the bathroom. This is no, this is bad. Not dude. just so the flight the returned to Hartsfield at Jackson Atlanta International Airport. It was delayed around eight hours as cleaning crews had to replace the plane's carpet, 
and disinfected <gasps> contaminated areas. Oh my god! Yeah, it was. They replaced the whole carpet. So it wasn't like a, a spot check. They had to replace the whole fucking carpet. It was like <laughs> massive poop stains, stained paper towels all around, and a blue tarp all over the floor. Apparently, uh, <laughs> according to Reddit, because there's passengers who were on the flight uh, who were there. Uh, the reports were that the passenger got up about 15 minutes after takeoff and they tried to go forward and the flight attendants turned them back. So uh, then initially people just thought that someone just had bad gas. But once they were on the ground, they heard that the diarrhea went about 20 rows. Uh, apparently down the pant leg. Down the plane, twenty rows down the plane. So, so I mean, but like, but like, did he did he shit down his back of his pants? And so, like, every step he took, there was a little pile of poo. I guess <laughs> it's like weird. Uh, apparently, the passenger then stayed in the bathroom, or maybe just the very back, until about ten minutes before we landed, and then paramedics took them off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the entire aisle had a blue rudder down and they told no one to use it. And uh, another commenter said, my partner was on that flight. said it was pretty bad. It was dribbled down the aisle. So I guess you're right. It was <laughs> <not> horrible. <laughs> the vanilla scented disinfectant use on it only made it smell like vanilla shit. <laughs> After no. the plane landed, it was thoroughly clean, and they didn't leave until around 2.30 a.m. Uh, but unlike the Air Canada story, most were very pleased with the way Delta handled this. With one passenger saying, uh, both my wife and I were on the flight. It was a mess. <laughs> the pilots made the right decision to turn around. The ground crew ripped out the carpet and put new in. Uh, considering the circumstances, the ground crew did a great job along the attendants and the pilot. And some even expressed sympathy for the pooper. One person saying, uh, feel bad for the international flight explosive diarrhea person. <laughs> Just sitting in your own shit with everyone disgusted with you. It's all over the plane. Waiting for the plane to land. <laughs> Just let me die for real. <laughs> and another one wrote, you have to feel sorry for this passenger. Her embarrassment. So I guess, you know, it's a lady. And the trouble she put everyone through. She must have been horrified. And you have to have empathy because we all have people in our lives who have medical conditions. Sometimes they simply cannot control what happens. Uh, Delta apologized. Uh, they said, we sincerely apologize to your customers for the delay and inconvenience of their travel plans. Though obviously it was no fault of their own. Uh, and now you guys know why I don't travel with SEMO. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat before a flight. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to go potty on the plane. I don't really eat or drink a lot. It's just um, Ubers, roads, guys, not flights. <laughs> no, no, no. I pooped myself before I got in the Uber. Uh, yes, that's right. In the Uber, that's I just right. tracked that right. shit up in there. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel like um, if I really had to go that bad, and they told me no, you can't go. I would have bulldozed over that bitch and been like, fuck you. No, no you don't understand. Get between me happen. and that toilet right now. Yeah. Well, you don't understand. 
Especially for me to have to poop in an airplane. I've never had to poop in an airplane. I've pooped in an airport, and it's like a like just because I don't fucking want to go on the plane with it, and I'm dying. But I could. I've never brought myself to poop in an airplane. And there's always like piss on the seat. It's like even if you're the first one on the plane, <laughs> it's like it's someone's job to like piss all over it before people get on board. <laughs> it's tiny in there, so you're gonna be yeah. cramped. Toilet's teeny. So you can, and you can't like sit down all the way because your knees are going to hit the door. So, uh, you know, I'm not about it. How if I had to poop that bad, I'm going to use it. Bitch, you better get out of my way. <laughs> I love my manscaped all year long, but especially going into summer. Because believe it, boys, you don't want your hair down below poking out that speedo when you're trying to show off that summer bottom vacation this year. Manscaped is dedicating to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential Lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to run out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or the treasure chest in your pants, this is the best trimmer on the market. Their trimmer features a ceramic blade designed to cut hair on loose skin and to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology. You can even trim an arrow pointing to the promised land if you're bold enough. Inside the performance package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer because we know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing a bathing suit all day. And no one likes nose hairs. So their package also comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0. And you also get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value. And the patented, high-performance, reduced chafing Manscaped boxers. If you're wearing sandals, you also need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. So do yourself a favor and always use the right tool for the job. And get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. Oh, yeah. How does that flight attendant know? I mean, how does that flight attendant feel knowing that had she, he or she just let that person go to the bathroom, this would have all been avoided? Well, we'll have to ask uh, Ron Prendamano for another show. <laughs> Damn it, Ron. You could have made it to Barcelona. No. Oh, God, dude. I can't What's imagine. Worse? Puke smell or poop smell? Oof. They're both very Honestly, distinct smells. I'm going to go with the poop in this case because it's human poop and it's diarrhea. <laughs> and at least... The puke was in like, like a row. So maybe if you're like in the front of the plane or the back of the plane or away from it, it's not so bad. But the poop went down the plane. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like you know when uh, they have those powders and you can spray around a carpet before you vacuum it. It's like that. He just like shit all over it. <laughs> so he left his breadcrumb trail from Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they'll definitely find me here. <laughs> it includes smell. Damn. Yeah, it was bad. Bitch went colon bowling down the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> I remember they were like, sometimes when I fly and I go on vacation, I'm kind of constipated the first couple of days when I'm 
somewhere else. I'm not going to lie. It's, and it takes me like three days. And then I unclog the really? monster. Really? I wonder, oh, I I wonder if it's something like that. <laughs> it's like, man, I haven't been able to shit all vacation. And then all of a sudden, they get on the plane home. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> now, what do you think is this girl's nickname? <laughs> gas well, Blaster 2000? Because they thought it was just gas at first, right? They're like, damn, this Gas yeah. Blaster 2000 really fucked up my experience. Until they looked down and were like, whoa. <laughs> huh? I'd call her Stains. What's up, Stains? Stains. What's up, Stains? Get to get it to the point. It sounds kind of cool too. And then people are like, oh, why do they call you Shit Stains? stains. <laughs> Turd smear. <laughs> the dribbler. The dribbler. I was just about to say the dribbler. <laughs> the dribbler. Man, that's so embarrassing. You know, my heart goes out to her, and so does a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> the leaker. I don't know. <laughs> But you know what, though? I feel like I'm not trying to be an asshole, but if you had shit that bad, you're telling me that nothing, no no feeling in, in the pit of your gut warned you before you got on the plane that something was going to go down? Because there's been times so I'm like, you know what? I, I better try to go before I get on the plane. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true. But sometimes, you know, uh, it could be the airport, the bathroom is disgusting, and you're like, oh, fuck, or the flight was called, and you're like, shit, or they move your gates, you know, things, travel is very unpredictable. Or what if she got food poisoning from the airport food? That's true. But then again, they're like, yeah, that's true. At the airport, you buy food. On the plane, they don't give you shit anymore. They give you like those. There's a lot of burrito places at the airport. I'm like, of all things, burritos. I know, dude. People always buy, like, I see burrito places. I see sushi places. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? From an airport? The, like, no. no. You should only be having a bagel and maybe yeah. a coffee before. Like a yogurt thing, yeah. a parfait. Like, you have to get something basic. Sandwich. Okay, you want a cold cut? That's fine. That's fine. Totally burrito? Fine. No. Because oh, everyone knows no, that burritos no, go no, one no, and they no. fucking explode out the other. The fuck? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's something we can both agree on here at the Friendship mm-hmm, Podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyways, I believe it's time to get to it, Mr. Mo. And Let's uh, do it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, let's oh, yes, do it indeed. So, this week, Mr. Mo, uh, we both like to dabble in entertainment. We both are big movie fans here at the Frat Chat Podcast. We've done some very fantastic lists, in fact, about the best movies, best actors, things like that, you know, best characters, all kinds of things. We've even done watch alongs with some controversial movies here on the show. But there's one topic we've never quite discussed. And that's because I haven't gotten the talk yet, so I don't know quite how things work. You know, now that I know, we can do this. Because we're going to talk about sex, baby. Yes. Sex sales. And so do we, because $200 is $200. <laughs> then we're going to talk about the most top 10 most memorable sex scenes. In film, baby. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah.
this. That's how I do it. Mine are more like ow, 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 you saw what I ate. Why would you take me out to dinner and then try to do that shit to me? <laughs> and so on this list, we have all kinds of movies. We have uh, comedies. We have Oscar winners. We have actions. We have drama. We have all kinds of movies here. And uh, we're going to look through their sex scenes. Because God loves. <laughs> there's good ones. There's bad ones. There's funny ones. There's what the fuck ones. Cover them all, baby. But first, I got a special honorable mention. Oh, nice. Throw out there. And that's one is uh, we're talking about film here. And this one is honorable mention because it's Danny DeVito and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And even though it's a TV show, in the show, they're making a movie. So by canon, I'm going to say we can allow it. It's technically a movie. In this movie, in this episode, the gang makes their own version of a Lethal Weapon sequel. It's a Lethal Weapon 5, which actually is being made now. It's kind of cool. But they play all the characters themselves, and some of them even switch characters <laughs> midway through the thing, which is pretty funny. But Danny Vader plays the villain, and for some reason, he gets a sex scene in the thing. <laughs> that goes way too long, and it's I so gross. That. And it's like him doing someone doggy style and just like going like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and then, and then like cut to the guys and they're like, yeah, he, uh, he wrote that in the script himself. <laughs> he wouldn't do the movie without it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and honestly, seeing Danny DeVito getting laid, uh, it, it does something to you. Uh, but it was hilarious. So again, it's honorable mention. It's a TV show, but it was supposed to be a movie. So it's a technicality. So we'll count. That's so sexy. Give me a moment while I wipe my my dick. <laughs> Leak yeah, in the here. Screen, the screen looks like it has some weird lotion substance on it. You might want to wipe that. <laughs> there we go. Uh, now to get to the actual. Oh, wait. Movie. I have an honorable mention, too. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it's not really sex per se, but I think it's on the right um, kind of like topic. Remember the movie Basic Instinct? From yes, I almost included that, but and I was like, the technicality, I don't know. The, yeah, the it's, it's not really a sex scene, but when Sharon Stone playing Catherine Tarnell, right? <laughs> or is it Catherine Trammell? <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> I'm actually not wearing underwear. Across her leg, <laughs> revealing her snatch, and it like blew up all over the world. Like everyone was imitating it. You know, yeah. I, at that point, I'd never seen a snatch in a movie before. I mean, I've seen Kevin Bacon's dick a million times, but a snatch. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon's dick was uh, I think it was contractually obligated to have featured in movies <laughs> at yeah. least once <laughs> and then put it in the movie it was in the outtakes it's, if, you, if you actually watch uh, Footloose after the credits Kevin Bacon's dick <laughs> 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 it was in the contract you had to do it you had to do it uh, yeah that was the first time 
I definitely saw a vagina in a movie. And honestly, I don't think I've, I've never seen a vagina like that again. But I don't know how they show vagina in movies. Why? Now. What do you mean like that? Describe it. <laughs> because that was like... <laughs> <laughs> the way the way she does it, it was really focused in that the vagina. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like they might as well <laughs> have just done like an extreme close up, like <laughs> and have the vagina have some dialogue, like "You'll never get us alive, officer." Because <laughs> that was really, <laughs> and it almost like it's it's like they added lighting to it. You know what I mean? Like it was like it was like darker everywhere else, and the vagina was just like very well lit. <laughs> <laughs> then the guys were like, <gasps> oh, all, all the cops are like crossing their legs. <laughs> uh, I would have been like, oh, what? Get the yeah, fuck yeah, out of here. <laughs> we said we're inter- interviewing you, not there. <laughs> Put that oh, away, madam. Yeah, exactly. that movie. And the f- funny thing is, I showed Julie that movie during the pandemic. And, uh, <laughs> she didn't know about that scene and i was just waiting for it you know what i mean (laughs) it's kind of like the matt damon reveal in interstellar you know what i mean if you know about it no one knows about it (laughs) just you wait (laughs) it's just like ah it's like there you go matt damon (laughs) now when when julie watched this movie was she disgusted or aroused um well one of us had a boner <laughs> and her name is julie okay so yeah, right. what, what 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 is your first official one my first official one uh we're gonna talk about one that uh is, i'm not gonna lie it's one of my favorite movies i love this oh, movie, yeah? and i just watched it last week again because julie had never seen it so it's my opportunity to rewatch it and it was 300, oh, and it yeah. was uh, Gerard Butler and Lena Headey, I believe, or Hetty. I don't know how to pronounce the name. Sorry, I've oh, from Game of Thrones. From Game of Thrones, and third season. Yeah, third season. Uh, which is funny. There's also a third season, 300, and mm-hmm. it's when Leonidas and his lady get their sex on before the war. And note, the scene makes a ton of sense. Why it would be in the movie, Leonidas. He's about to get a war. Uh, he does not know if he's going to return because he's only going out with 300 men. Right. So naturally, right. he's got to unclog the old pipe, you know, before battle, if you know what I mean, you know. <laughs> get the mind clear. And uh, and while this movie is a totally artistic masterpiece, I got to say, and it really holds up over the years, it's really badass, this scene is basically like softcore porn. <laughs> I mean, it goes on for like three and a half minutes. There's like there's like two or three tempos of songs in it. And like, they show like four or five different sex positions. Like they were going at it. And I know like, you know, it looks like an old Greek painting and a lot of that shit is like naked people fucking and having orgies and shit. Uh, but I don't know. It, it went a little too long. I could have gotten the message. If it was a very quick, you know, I don't seconds. know. Speak for yourself. It could have gone longer because they're both. <laughs> That's the director's cut. The whole movie. <laughs> the director's cut. It's just them and Danny DeVito. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just, it just felt like it went on a little long, and I just can't imagine 
Like I was watching that with Julie and it was really badass. And then I got to there and then just kind of, it got kind of awkward. <laughs> and me and her just looked at each other like, huh? So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I can't imagine now like watching that shit with like my mom or something, you know? And it's, again, it's one of my favorite movies. And I've seen boobies and movies before my parents, not usually, you know, but this just went a little, <laughs> made me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> now, in hindsight, in hindsight, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I really, in a million years, never thought that Waterboy could work on the hangover I woke up with last weekend. It was so freaking painful. I really thought I'd be in bed for at least two days. But boy, did they prove me wrong. Because thanks to Waterboy, oh yeah, I was not just able to get out of bed, but I kicked the day's booty too. All while saying goodbye to that epic, epic, nasty hangover. Now, most hydration powders are packed so full of sugar that they just cause you to crash even harder later on. Not to mention you have to drink so many of them just to get the electrolyte replenishment that your body really needs to recover. Well, folks, not anymore. Because Waterboy has nine times the electrolytes as a Gatorade just in this stick. Inside each stick, there's some ginger for that nausea in there to make your tummy feel better. And they also include L-theanine to help calm your nerves and reduce your anxiety. Plus, their scientifically backed formula truly brings you back from the dead. Let me tell you guys, it works. But... Maybe the best part about Waterboy is how amazing it tastes. Their most popular flavors include strawberry lemonade, lemon lime, and my life-saving blue raspberry here, which I can personally thank for saving my life last weekend. Mwah! These flavors are so good, you're going to actually want to drink these. And Waterboy is also gluten-free, caffeine-free, dairy-free, vegan, and made right here in the U.S. of A. Let me tell you something, folks. A lot of things get worse as you get older, but your hangovers don't have to. Waterboy isn't a magic cures, but it's pretty goddamn close to one. So get yours today. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. And it's time to stop dealing with the anxiety alone, people. For a limited time only, our listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount when they use promo code FRATCHAT at waterboy.com. Again, that's 15% off with FRATCHAT at waterboy.com. Waterboy has you recovered. Um, but yeah, that's that's my first one. That's my first one. Well, what you got? My first one is gonna be. There is the movie Monsters Ball. It's got yeah. Bob Thornton, Halle Berry, Heath Ledger was in it. Oh, I forgot he's in that. Yeah, I just he was, he was Billy Bob Thornton's son. Yeah, 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 yeah. He slept with a prostitute at the beginning. Yes, he, yes, he yes. Doggy yes, style. Yes, or from behind. Right. Anyway, there's one part where Halle Berry's son had just passed. Uh, sorry for the spoilers, guys. Halle Berry's son has just passed, which, which we knew was going to happen because her son was like morbidly obese. Like, hello. Um, you know, if it, if it wasn't, you know, it wasn't in like a car accident. Yeah, I think so. Which is. If it, if it wasn't going to be a car accident, then it would have been a heart attack. Diabetes was catching up. Oh my gosh. He's, he should be lucky he have all of his feet. So um, she turns to Billy Bob Thornton and she says, I want you to make me feel good. And she whips her titties out. And I will never forget that moment. And then their sex scene was so graphic. Yeah, it was. Uh, Do you think they had sex in real life? 
on on camera? I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty steamy stuff. It would. I mean, maybe they're just fantastic actors, but to be fair, it's probably not that hard to pretend to be into banging Halle Berry as a straight guy. Well, I was gonna say like, um, it's he's it's, having the time of his life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I said, "Cut, Billy, let her go." <laughs> because if it was up to women to get a boner for men, like, could could you get it up for Billy Bob? No way. You know what I mean? No way. So that's like, why she probably got the Oscar. She got the Oscar because they were like, okay, you had to screw Billy Bob. We and, and here's the thing. I feel well, like he became better looking as an older guy than he was like when he was quote unquote at his peak over here. Like maybe it's because he got more work done or he got hair plugs or something, but like, look, you know, more normal, maybe facial hair, age. I don't know. Let me he tell you, it's more yeah. like a better looking 50, 60 year old than he did as like a trying to be a heartthrob 40 year old. I was like, Ugh. When Halle <laughs> Berry, when Halle Berry squirts in your face, it's like the fountain of youth. That's, that's right. what it, that's what it was. He smeared was. that <laughs> shit all over him. Reverse like blossom to the handsome older man. He is all the ugly left him like, no! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Where's yeah, the that's line? A, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. I want you, you to make me feel good. And I mean, I, I will say, uh, she's she's had she's shown it in a couple of movies. She was she showed it in, in Swordfish with uh, John Travolta and Hugh Jackman. And uh, fuck, those titties are nice. <laughs> they're okay. I was like, a, I was like, <laughs> they're, <amazing. laughs> yeah, they're okay. When when Master Ball came out. I was, if it was 99, I don't remember, like 11. But when Swordfish came out, I was like 15. So I was in prime teenage hormone years, just flowing through my body. And I just remember <laughs> she's like sitting there reading a book, and all of a sudden she puts the book down. There's the titties. I was like, oh, Halle Berry's titties. Wow. Hello. Holly. Get on them knees and them double D's, girl. <laughs> I wish. And I'm not crushed. She's still one of the most beautiful women on earth. I have followed her oh, on yeah. Instagram. And she refuses to age. I feel like she looks exactly the same. Uh, Hallie, if you're single again, call me. You know, I think she was the hottest in the Flintstones. Yes, the Flintstones did things for me. I was a little kid, too. That's where I realized I definitely wasn't gay. <laughs> That's when I realized that. Uh, that's when I realized that Rosie O'Donnell definitely was gay. <laughs> she had eyes for Halle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. Now I'm picturing Halle Berry and Flintstones. It's just woohoo! What a babe. Anyway, and fantastic actor. She's like, she has the best of both worlds. She's super talented. She's cool. And she's beautiful and refuses to age. And then and she's she also studied acting at Second City. Improv. Oh, wow. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, so you see, improv people, you can be cool. <laughs> if you leave improv behind and do other stuff. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> Improv people, you're cool. You're cool. It's 
funny. Improv people and stand up people are totally different breeds. Uh, but there's like the ones that do both, like you. And it, it shows because they're so weird. <laughs> <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Anyways, on to the next one. Uh, I'm going to go with one that uh, I feel like every 90s person who is alive remembers this sex scene. Uh, that is Titanic. Leo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. When Jack bangs Rose in that little old school car, which fun fact is a 1912 Renault type CB Coupe de Ville, which I found out thanks to Reddit, is the only car known for certain to have been on the Titanic to date. So James Cameron went on apparently an extreme detail to ensure accuracy of the way this this set oh, was. Wow. So it's like actually very accurate, which is cool. Very cool stuff. Um, and again, I think every person remembers this from the 90s. It all starts with Rose asking Jack to draw her like one of his French girls. And then she gets naked and lays on this little couch like, like this. Oh. <laughs> and then he starts to draw her uh, naked on the little couch thing. And uh, then decided to play with his pencil, if you know what I mean. And then they no, uh, go in that car. I don't know what you mean. Wait, draw a picture. <laughs> so, Can you draw a picture so of your pencil? Like that, and then, you no. know, it goes like that and that. No <laughs> Cut to commercial. Oh, uh, I think I saw that at a family reunion. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Keep it going. So, and then they end up doing it in this car. And uh, the memorable part about it is that all the windows get super fucked up, you know. And all of a sudden, go up. you just see, yeah, you see Rose's hand press up against the steam window. Like, ah, ah. And then, like, it slides down, leaving, like, the trail of, of hand. <laughs> Everybody's like, damn, Leo. I think that's the movie that officially made Leo DiCaprio a total sex symbol. And that moment right there. Uh, every woman wanted to bang Leo. I got to give him credit. And he still uses that cachet, banging like yeah. 24 year old models. But it was Titanic. It was that scene that started it all. Do you know what? A lot of young girls sat through of three hours just for that one 30 second moment. Yeah. Three whole hours. <laughs> They're like, oh, what a long movie, but I get to see, I get to see uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's bare shoulder. And implied nudity. Oh, here's the wait. thing. And you know, there's people that didn't know <clears throat> anything about the real Titanic. So they're like, oh, I get to see true love flourish in the end. <laughs> and then they hit the iceberg. <laughs> Leo! And, the, and the band kept playing. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. The band kept playing. That's uh, a good one. Yeah, I've seen one. that. I'm gonna follow that up with some gay shit. Oh. You ever heard of a little movie called Brokeback Mountain? Oh, have I ever? Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger and Brokeback Mountain was the first time oh. I saw well, gay yeah. sex in the mainstream. Really? Well, for movies, yeah, in yeah. movies, yeah, like like a like a big like blockbuster movie, not well, like a little. Technically, uh, Pulp Fiction 
has a pretty big gay scene in it, but you know, that's rape. <laughs> or the deliverance. True. Same way with American History X. You got a pretty mouth, boy. You kind of look like a pig. Wee! Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk about sex scenes that go on way too long. Like, ah, ah. That should traumatize me. I almost made this list, but I just didn't want to include rape. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this is consensual sex scenes. <laughs> Consent is sexy, guys. Consent right. is sexy, but yeah, that was the first time that like I saw like in a like a mainstream movie. And to be honest, I think that it would have won Best Picture if it wasn't for homophobia amongst the Academy. It really was a beautiful movie, and there was even a it scene won some Oscars with, though, right? Um, show well. Yeah, I don't remember, but I but I do remember there was another scene where Anne Hathaway showed her big knockers. So there's a lot of a, a little bit for everyone. That's right. Hey, they honestly they won. Wait, no, they did win Best Picture. It says, "Oh, wait, wait, wait." They were nominated. Best Picture yeah. went to what? Crash. Broke my man. Accolades. Here we go. Academy Awards. Uh, now they won Best Director. You're right. <clears throat> they won Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Original Score. Uh, Heath Ledger didn't win Best Actor. I mean, I guess, but they they won three Oscars, so I guess they can't really bitch. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a fucking Oscar. <laughs> what else? What were they nominated against? Let's see, two thousand six Oscars Best Picture nominees. Ooh. Okay, well, I mean, they were up against a few good movies. Uh, they were up against Munich, Steven Spielberg, which is a really good movie. Uh, good day, good night, and good luck. Capote and Crash, which I think won. Crash won. Yeah. And that's honestly, fuck, man. Crash is a really good movie. I don't know that I can take it. You can say Brokeback Mountain's better. That's just me. Crash is so good. Yeah, well, you're not a queer person. So you don't know what it's like. (laughs) You don't know what it's like, okay? (laughs) To win three Oscars instead of seven. God damn it. (laughs) How could they? Come on, bitch. Now, uh, uh, we've done the Brokeback Mountain cover on the show, actually. Who, who, who would you rather, if it was, uh, you have to choose one, Jake Gyllenhaal or Heath Ledger? Who are you taking in this cowboy? Oh, Pick Heath off. Ledger, all the way. Yeah. yeah when he was good. alive, though. <laughs> I'm not trying to, the, the bones and bones, you know what I mean? I'm not you don't want to do all the work, you know? <laughs> Oh, we're going to hell. Oh, straight to hell. And <laughs> I remember the Brokeback Mountain just became like such a the nickname if you want to call someone gay too when that movie came out. It's like, and I have you broke back, have bitch. Jacket. You broke yeah. back, butt fucking bitch. <laughs> I still have the jacket that Jake Gyllenhaal wears there. It's like the jean jacket with a little puffy neck. And like mm-hmm. for years in high school, I couldn't wear it anymore. 
I was like, Dad, I love this jacket, but you got to have it. <laughs> and for years, he kept it and then he gave it back to me until it was cool again. Because <laughs> it was like, it was Brokeback Mountain. I don't, you know, I have dark hair like Jake Gyllenhaal, too. I don't want to be fucking associated with it. <laughs> I couldn't take the bullying, Simo. Couldn't take it. I think his sister lives in um, uh, Cobble Hill in Brooklyn. I've seen her before. Oh, Maggie? Maggie. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you guys. I think I'm in love. No, I'm not talking about my girlfriend. Ew. God, ew. Oh god, please don't tell her I said that. But I'm talking about the clothes from Marine Lair. I swear, my body has never felt clothing more comfortable. And right now, I'm wearing the hemp cotton pocket tank top in lobster bisque. And I freaking love it. Mm, lobster bisque. It's not just delicious sounding, but it's so light and soft yet durable that I'll definitely be able to wear it everywhere. From hitting the beach, going to the gym, or just rocking around town, this tank has me covered. I also got some t-shirts, Henley shirts, and pants that literally just came in for me today, so I'm extra excited. Here, look, check them out! Ah! And how many times have you felt that you were in between sizes when buying clothes? Well, maybe you've been drinking a few too many lately. You know, I hear that. Or you've been hitting the gym extra hard. What's cool about Marine Layer is they have in-between sizes. So now you finally no longer have to make that difficult choice between medium and large and large and extra large. We're trying to make Marge a thing. Now, for all my music junkies, Marine Layer actually just dropped a new line featuring classic bands like The Grateful Dead, Bob Marley, Cream, Led Zeppelin, Crosby, Nash & Stills, and Pink Floyd. Each shirt features one of Bill Graham's legendary Fillmore posters. You can finally rock a great fitting and quality band tee that's going to last. Whether you're going on a date, the office, or keeping a casual watching sports, Marine Layer has the best shirts for every occasion. And did you hear about Marine Layer's respun program? Everyone has a bunch of old tees collecting dust in the back of their closets. Marine Layer will send you a prepaid recycling kit and literally give you a $5 credit card per shirt. Yes, $5 credit card per shirt. You heard that right. You actually get paid for your old tees, all while helping Marine Layer keep tees out of landfills. Out with the old shirts and in with the new. And I think that we can all admit that a perfect tee can be hard to find. But look no further than the Marine Layer. And for limited time only, get 15% off the promo code FRATCHAT15 at MarineLayer.com. That's promo code FRATCHAT15 for 15% off your entire order at MarineLayer.com. Saving your closet one shirt at a time. There's a lot of celebrities that live in. Like, Cobble Hill, Brooklyn is like the Rodeo Drive of New York. Huh. I have to go check it out, actually. I feel like I I've seen that. her. Who else? I've seen Daniel Craig. I've seen, I've seen a Skarsgård and a Sarsgård. <laughs> you name it. Anywho, name it. what's next for you? So this next one, uh, <laughs> I think, actually, no, uh, it would be the second anal sex scene in the movie. Yes, <laughs> yes, this yes. Anal. <laughs> yeah, you went anal, anal. <clears throat> this one we're going to talk about Zach and Mary make a porno but not Seth Rogen and Elizabeth Banks for the main character in the movies I'm talking about the scene between Katie Morgan and Jason Moves uh, from Jay and Silent Bob fame he plays Jay obviously 
And in mm-hmm. it, uh, when they're recording the porn, they're about to do an anal scene. And before they shoot, uh, Katie Morgan's character mentions that she loves anal, especially because she's been constipated. That's oh. good for her. <laughs> so the sex scene is going on. And uh, there's two of them have an anal, and below them to get the angle is a camera guy filming, and it's the guy from uh, fuck, what is that movie? From Clerks, the guy from Clerks, not the beard oh, okay. guy. Uh, and he's filming from below to cap the action. Well, he caught way more when he bargains for, because the anal sex does work against the constipation, and literally, like she just. <laughs> He's sitting there taping, and then you just see diarrhea just splatter his face. He's like, ah! And it's like in his mouth, too. And it goes everywhere. And it was hilarious, but it fucked me up. Because it was like, that was some very good fake diarrhea poop that they did. Just the way it like came out and the show running like, ah! <laughs> it honestly <laughs> makes me think like maybe she was the passenger in American Air and that Delta flight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Delta. Every time it's I so take a Delta right? flight from now on, I'm going to ask is this the infamous plane? Like, that yeah, had the, is poop, this the plane. The pooptastic incident. Is this the plane from flight number two? If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Like before we fly off, can we all stand up and give a good anal salute yeah. to your service? Before we fly, does anybody need to go? Yeah, exactly. This is the time. Do you want to just try? Do you want to just try a little bit? Just try a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll take turns, I promise. Well, Ooh, next on my list isn't poop related, and we've discussed it uh, on the on here before. So, um, there's no poopy. This is a movie called "Call Me by Your Name," and Seems up in the attic, which is where I think this kid had his bedroom. The character Elio, who's played by Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet or Chalamet? How do you pronounce Chalamet. it? Chalamet. Oh, it must Chalamet. be French. French. Chalamet. <laughs> um, Timothy Chalamet, he is horned up as fuck. I mean, he's like so sexually frustrated. So he takes a peach, he crushes his thumb into it and removes the pit, and then he fucks it. Uh, not only does he fuck it, but he also creams in it. He ejaculates yeah. in this peach and puts it aside. And then the other I mean, he, character name, huh? How does his dick fit in a peach? I think it's just the tip action. I'm hoping, or maybe he just has a really small ween. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but then the other character who's older, he's like the grad student. His name is Oliver, played by Army Hammer. Uh, he mm-hmm. discovers him and then eats the peach. Ah! Ah! Well, I guess it's healthy, right? <laughs> you don't want to waste a good peach. You don't want to waste a good peach or some good protein, but mm, it's pretty uh, awful. Yeah, what the fuck? Let me tell you, I've never eaten a peach since. That's fucking gross to me. Yeah, and they were supposed to be, he's underage at this point, right? In the movie? He is underage. So this is fucked. 
I remember in American Pie where uh, the main character fucks the pie, and I fucks thought, the pie. oh, wow. <laughs> but we'll just have to tell your mom that we ate it all (laughs) but But to be fair it was more extreme for the american pie it's because he asked what sex feels like and then his friends tell him like warm apple pie so then he sees the pie and he's like oh and you know desperate virgin i guess you know now going from that to fucking a peach i don't know and one's the comedy and the other one's you know, like the pie fucker is supposed to be weird. The peach thing, I think they're trying to make it sexy. Mm. I'm like, uh, Maybe. Uh, uh, I don't know. Gross. Gross. <laughs> well, what would you do? The fruit fucked the fruit, and the other fruit ate the fruit. Well, how'd you get this peach to be so creamy? <laughs> oh, it's my Ew. secret recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the sound effect that he made when he bit into it? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they filled it with. It. <laughs> it's like, oh, don't worry. Yeah, I pressed my own. <laughs> it's like, uh, make sure you slurp a little harder into the microphone, please. Uh, lower the boom mic. <laughs> goggle the goggle the peach. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a taste test. Swirl it around your mouth. Spit it out. There you go. Can you can you taste the uh, the notes? What would you yes. say? Yes. Oh, obviously peach. Yeah, obviously peach. What else do you have? Mm. He's eating it. He's like, I have to say, minus the cum, this is a pretty good peach. <laughs> Where'd she get these peaches? Someone's been eating some pineapple. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it tastes like a fruit salad. <laughs> oh, call me by your name. You know, Timothy Peach Chalamet Parker. really is like a beautiful person. What what a stunning face he's got. Like the bone structure. Yeah, he's like androgynous almost in the sense that yeah. he doesn't yeah. quite look like either, you know, so it almost looks like a piece of art. Like yeah. It's pretty. Like a Greek, guy. that's a compliment. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to roast the guy. He's, you know. I wish I looked like him. I'd switch faces in a heartbeat. Holy fuck! Yeah. Well, I like my face, so yeah, it's 100 real. You know, it's, but I don't blame you. I've seen your old face. You know? <laughs> mine is 100 percent paid for, which makes it mine. Yes, that's right. That's true. Thanks to the taxpayers. <laughs> Thank you, taxpayers. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Now, now I have a fucking gross-ass uh, picture in my head of some dude coming in a peach. <laughs> my day's ruined. Thanks, Simo. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, you've got two left, and both two. of these are actually phenomenal. Yay. This next one is uh, one of my favorite sex scenes of all time uh and it's super bad christopher mince place's character mclovin losing his v-card uh and again it's one of my favorite sex scenes because i just love how well they captured the awkwardness and hilarity that is every guy's first time having sex it's like so weird and awkward 
and you don't fucking know what you're doing at all. You you like to act like you do, but you have no fucking clue how everything works down there. Um, down to the moment where he finally uh, gets the gets the jab there, and he goes, "I'm in, I'm in, it's in, it's in." <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he's such a likable character. He's so good, and he's like the one that you never think would get laid. You know what I mean? So all of a sudden he has the craziest adventure. Uh, I just love watching how he ends up being a total badass in the end and being the coolest one of them all. Uh, but fuck, it's so good. It's so awkward and shitty. And then the middle of it, of course he gets walked in on and he can't even finish. But uh, the cops end up apologizing him <laughs> for cock blocking him. Like, we should be guiding your cock, not blocking it. We're sorry, McLovin. Isn't that Seth Rogen as one of the cops? Seth Rogen Seth and Rogen. Uh, the guy from SNL? Bill Hader. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Seth Rogen originally wrote the movie with himself being one of the younger guys, but obviously he got a little too old for it, so then he decided to play the cop. But that movie is one of my favorite of all time, and uh, another one that still holds up. It's like so accurate. What a great too. movie. Like the first time I had sex with a girl, she laid me down and uh, got on top of me and just directed the whole thing. She nice. shoved up in her because I didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't even know if I want if I want to do this, let alone how to do this. You know, it was the fun. First time, the first time I did it, it was. What, uh... Yeah. What's your cousin say? <laughs> did she have a good time, too? Uh, Ramon actually was great. Uh, thank you uh-huh. <laughs> for asking. Uh-huh. No, um, I have this condom in my wallet. You know, everybody carried a wallet condom. <laughs> That's the thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know they still do, but you know. Uh, and I think this condom must have been in my wallet for like six years. <laughs> it was. I remember trying to open it, and just the package looked like pretty beat up. I was like, oh, "Is this thing any good?" And. Uh, you know, trying to put it on. The lubrication was like completely dried off. So like sliding it down my wiener was like, ah! oh. <laughs> <laughs> so is this how it's supposed to be? I don't know. You know, like I pay attention to the health class, but I was not prepared. They're not telling you. You had to do. unroll it like an inch. Like what's, what's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> so, I heard about you. So, so itty, then I, itty, uh, teeny weeny. But it's got no lubrication, so then going in and her, it's not working. But then, honestly, it was so unsafe. She was like, do you want to just say fuck the condom? And I was like, okay. <laughs> Which is so unsafe. I shouldn't have done that. And then we did it without the condom, and it was fine. And it was cool. Like, Carlos is so bad. Okay, listeners, don't have unprotected sex yeah, that's unless terrible. you both are on prep and birth control and no... Uh, antibiotics in the system. That's right. Antibiotics really kind of fuck up the the purpose of birth control. Really? I had no idea. Yeah, dude. So if you and Julie are boning um, sans condom and she's like, oh, don't forget I'm, I'm on antibiotics, that's when you say, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll aim Ladies, here. Then. There's dental dams. There are cervical caps. There are diaphragms. There's a lot of things you can use to protect yourselves. Don't let some dumb little boy named Carlos plow you without any protection. No way. Hey, we're safe. I did the old. Uh... Actually, I don't think I did the pull out method. 
it's gonna be way too graphic. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you guys how I finished. <laughs> but we know how you finished. <laughs> you did two pumps, ah! pulled it out, and just sprayed. I, I did a hose. <laughs> you can't get pregnant. Well, if you swallow. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> speaking of orgasms, this Good. is not another sex scene per se. But this is the it's first a simulated time, sex scene. So this, this is the first time in a movie that I heard reference to a female climax. So in eight, 1989, there's a movie, all right, youngins, there's a movie called When Harry Met Sally, yeah. starring Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal, right? And right. Um, uh, there is this famous scene in Cat's Deli, which is in New York, on Lower East Side, which uh, in which... Delicious. Meg Ryan does a simulated orgasm and she's screaming in this diner um, or in this deli, uh, reaching a climax. And, and doesn't that one lady, she's like, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. She's like, yes, yes, yes. Ah! <laughs> I'll have what she's having. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I feel like, um, I don't know, I, I kind of feel like women were kind of neglected when it came to cinema because everyone's always concerned about the the dude getting off. It's like, okay, the beginning of the sex and then the end of the sex is when the dude gets off. It's like, well, what about the lady? Does the lady... That's does, true. Does she come? I feel like movies were about, like, for example, like James Bond, classic James Bond. It's all about the dude being, like, cool and getting laid, but not very often you see the woman being... The one holding the power. That's a good one. And uh, I'm glad too. She did a great job. <laughs> yeah. She was, was so convinced. sexy back in the day. She was really hot. I, I had a thing for uh, Meg Ryan. Uh, she was. You and all of America. Whatever happened to her? She got some work done on her face. Uh, now she's like all squinty and her lips are big. That's Yikes. Hollywood for you. <laughs> yeah, that's Hollywood and SEMO. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> Anyways, for my last one, this is one that uh, honestly, I criticized 300 for being a long sex scene, but this one, I love it. For how long it was so i guess it makes oh me yeah my number one is team america world police when the puppets bang <laughs> <laughs> and it starts with the greatest promise of all time she basically a lady uh the lady puppet her boyfriend died earlier in the movie and uh the guy that she ends up banging she's still you know she's still upset about it blah, blah, blah. she's kind of likes this guy the new love interest and uh she's like i need you to make a promise what's that that you will never die and he's like what i I can't promise that that's impossible and she's like if you promise me you'll never die i would sleep with you right now (laughs) and then it's like like super romantically (laughs) he like turns her puts her hand on her shoulder and shit and turns her over he's like i promise I will never die. <laughs> and then they just start going fucking at it. And they just show 
this like these two puppets on like the little strings. <laughs> They're doing every position in the book. Oh, like it's, it's a montage like a of trash. <laughs> yeah. Is this the movie where it's like America? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Coming to jail, send a motherfucking day. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, and watching that puppet scene. What I, I honestly, I don't. There's few times I've laughed that hysterically at something and, because they just kept going and going and go and doing the positions and doing everything like the reverse cowgirl, doggy, you name it, missionary, you name it, oral, everything, everything was done by those puppets. And it's crazy they can get away with it too because it's puppets. So it's like, you know, naked puppets, but you could never see all this shit being done by regular actors it'll be like nc-17 or x or something you know i don't know you can never get it right rating. so are you like snorting coke off each other and pissing on each other and things like that <laughs> i don't know i don't think you're pissing on each other maybe, maybe the coke thing but they they definitely mentioned it being super graphic yeah it's a very graphic sex scene uh so if you have not seen team america uh, maybe you don't watch it with your parents because they're going to think you're a weirdo when it gets to that. But but it's a funny one, and that's in there. That's in there. It's like a whole song of them banging. And, it's, and the thing is, like, the song is super, like, want to be romantic. <laughs> it's supposed to be, like, lovemaking, but it's just the most graphic shit you'll ever see two puppets do. So that has to be number one on my list. Well, that's number one on everyone's list. Yeah, buddy. But I mean... Can you can you define romance without talking about that movie? Uh, okay, so <laughs> my last one is one that gave me hours and hours of pleasure. Um, this is the threesome in Wild Things, starring Denise Richards, who's basically the closest thing to Barbie you'll ever get, uh, Nev Campbell, and Matt Dillon. Denise Richards pulled her boobies out, but I don't think Nev Campbell did. Uh, Matt Dillon was one lucky son of a gun because the three of them had a really, really sexy scene. Um, it started off movie, in the pool and then another, another bedroom. Movie, you see Kevin Baker's dick. <laughs> uh-huh. He just has a random shower scene later where he gets out and shows his dick for no reason. There's no, no like, reason. But anyways, but go on. Jeff Campbell sprayed champagne. I don't know if it's champagne or wine, like all across like Denise Richards' tits. I mean. What a fucking sexy scene. Even me being gay, I was still like, whoa, this chub, let's go. I and here's the thing. Out like it fucking owed me money for rent. And and prior to this point in the movie, they were like enemies, or so you think. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a whole plot. But, you know, one of them is bullying the other, and you think they hate each other. And the, the way they walk up to, ch- to each other, it's almost like you're about to fight. And then all of a sudden, you say, Exactly, and that is definitely a movie that uh i remember watching with my parents in the 90s i was like okay i can't fully appreciate this now but then the next day when i went to work i put it back in the dhs and fast forward into the scene (laughs) (laughs) relatable my dad's like why is the box stuck together Yeah, that is. Woo. I think that's probably the sexiest movie, the sexiest ever in a, in a movie. I don't think oh, it'd be top. So sexy. 
I really, I think, I think that's the real true number one for sure. Because, I mean, everybody was into it. <laughs> you can't. I don't think there's a single person I saw. I was like, oh yeah, that's not hot. That's not. <laughs> you know what? There's there's one scene I didn't mention that I really really went back and forth back and forth about. But I saw this movie with my parents in the theater. I saw um because I was a big loser. A scary movie one, and it's yeah. when, when the girl gets thrown up on the ceiling because she's covered in jizz. Remember that? Yes, yes. She yes. explodes all over her. Yucky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that's our list, guys. That's all that's guys, sexy, our list, sexy yeah. sex list. Oh yeah. Let me get the porno sound back on. How many of our listeners do you think fucking jacked off while they listen to this? Ew. A lot. Uh, well, I, I feel like a lot of people jack off to the sound of my voice. <laughs> What do you think? Shout out to Simo's <laughs> Uncle Steve again for thank you for listening. Yeah, Uncle Steve. And for accepting the restraining order, staying 50 feet away from both of our studios because I don't trust mm-hmm. you, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let us know what you thought of our list. Give us a follow on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. That's on YouTube. Uh, you can also. Give me a follow as well. At Carlos Does the World. On TikTok. On Facebook. On Instagram. On YouTube. Carlos Does World. On Twitter. Or X. That's still weird to me. But I guess that's what it is. And my buddy Simo over here. At Chris.Moore.Comedy. On Instagram. On TikTok. Seymour Comedy. On Twitter. Slash XXX. Or you can follow him on Grinder at I Love Peaches 69 <laughs> <laughs> and he really does. But anywho, yummy, yummy in my tummy. Mr. Mo, it's time to go. So why'd you get us out of here? Well, I motion to adjourn this meeting. Let's and go watch the sex. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm a oh. master's in Bayesian. Hey oh. <laughs> On that note, I'll let you clap before you tap it. See you guys next week with another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. See ya! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.